0: I read somewhere on which a girl visited a rural area and met some women there and she asked them about their married life and their first night. So they began to discuss their very first sexual encounter and the girl was shocked to hear what they described on their very first wedding night where their husbands were drunk and pounced on them and the way they were treating and forcing their wives was sounded so bad. Those women were not educated, they did not know that forced sex is considered as rape. They only know that it's their duty to satisfy their husband. So they hated the concept of intercourse and marriage where they have to remain quiet and satisfy their husband against their will. One woman also said that she had tried to lock the door next night. Just think about it that she left her parents home, everything just to live with her husband and their family and try to run away from him. It is so horrible and after reading this article I am quite sure that there are lots of women in our country who don't even love their husband but has to sleep with them every single night just because they are married. Harsh reality but yeah it's true. Hey this is Hardik here. So yeah, you must have got my point that I'm gonna talk about marital rape. Majorly victims of marital rape are women, so I'll talk about them only and the challenges they are facing in married life and how much they are suffering because of all these things. So what is marital rape exactly? Physical violence, mental torture are the key points of marital rape. Where a woman wants to have sex with his wife by any means. And this has been increased in a few years and the major elements of marital rape includes the mental pain of being raped, the totally disturbing experience of being victimized by her own husband and the feeling of helplessness of being quiet and painful wounds of such incidents. No need to say that she can't tell anybody that she was raped by her own husband as nobody believes her. How can a husband rape his own wife? This sounds so nonsense. Like she's saying that she does not feel safe in their own house own house where everybody feels safe and relaxed and she is saying that she does not feel safe in their own house. So strange. Yeah, but the reality is that most of the women are actually not even safe in their own house. So according to some experts, they had reported that more than one in every seven married women has been raped in their marriage and they have been subjected to forced sex, beaten, tortured along with a demand for dowry. So let's talk about consent. In some culture, consent is not even something that an individual wife can give. The families that arrange the marriage guarantee her permanent consent, that's it. Just remain quiet and do whatever your husband says, as they believe that their wife already gave their permanent consent. Such people don't want to accept that a woman has to give her consent for sexual intercourse. Can you believe? That marital rape is a punishable offence in around 150 countries. Yes, 150 countries, where India, where India is obviously not one of them. But who cares? And Now I guess you must be thinking that such husbands who treat their wife as a slave or a personal property should be punished at all. So let's discuss what does our judiciary system says on this. Section 375 of Indian Penal Code considers the forced sex in marriage as a crime only when the wife is below age 15. If the wife's age is more than 15, then it cannot be considered as a criminal offence under IPC. Yes, I repeat, if the wife's age is more than 15, it cannot be considered as a criminal offence under IPC. This law has ignored a huge violation of the fundamental right of a freedom for any married woman the right to her body or to protect her from any abuse. In India particularly, marriage is believed as a sacred relation and it's just not only to fulfill the physical desire. It is believed that husband is supposed to be protector of the wife. But when the same person becomes a culprit of sexual violence against the woman and the whole society and our legal system do not even acknowledge the occurrence of such violence The physical, mental distress and unfortunate situation of the victims remain beyond explanation in the words. So, the question is, why do women suffer such physical and mental abuse, why can't she leave him right away and live a good life? The solution is so simple, she can do that and avoid this mental and physical distress, but unfortunately, not that simple as it seems. To be more precise, viewing of the wife as a sexual property of the husband is because of this patriarchal society. Apart from this, there are some predefined economic structural arrangements in our society where a man is the bread earner of the family, thus he is having full control over the family and the woman a dependent on the bread earner, having no independent income and woman has to compromise and adjust even under such circumstances and has to maintain the family integrity as per the society and our so-called culture. In most of the cases, women's family tries to convince her that he's your husband and you should obey him if he wants to have sex with you, what's so wrong, that's why you both get married, don't overreact etc., etc, therefore left with no alternatives, but to continue even in this abusive marriage. There are some stereotypes about women and their sexuality reinforces that it is the wife's duty to have sex with her husband and she is a bad wife. Yeah, she is a bad wife if she does not enjoy sex with her husband. Yeah, she is a bad wife if she does not obey her husband. So let's take an example to understand the difference between good or bad. Suppose the wife makes a delicious dish and asks her husband to eat it. Yeah, she seems to be a good wife as she prepared food for her husband. But husband denies to eat it, Mm, why he did not give her exact reason, maybe he is not hungry or maybe he is not in the mood to eat anything at all, but remember its wife's duty to feed her husband so she forcibly opens his mouth and shoves food in his mouth without his consent. But he says again he has had enough and asks her to stop but no. The wife has to perform her duty with full of dedication and she again open his mouth and feeds him again but he throws up this time and once he is done throwing up she feeds him again until he throws up again. He is terrified now and he is thinking that what kind of woman she is. She is doing again and again and it seems to be a never ending cycle. So technically she is a good wife feeding her husband. We would definitely call this as an abuse and a cruelty. So why can't you apply the same logic while having sex with a wife? If she is denying, then there must be some reason. You need to discuss with her and understand the fact that why she is denying rather than forcing her. And if you still force her, then it should be called as a sexual abuse. You might have heard about Empress vs. Hari Mohan Malti case. If not, let me tell you about this. Yeah, this is a true story. So, 10-year-old Fulmoni Dasi married with a 30-year-old Hari Mohan Malti. Yeah, 30-year-old husband. And she had died of bleeding caused by the ruptured vagina. And this case went to trial in the Calcutta station, court on 6 July 1890. Yeah, very old case. And the girl's mother provided testimony against her daughter's husband. And the husband, was convicted under section 338 of the Indian penal code for causing grievous hurt by act endangering life or personal safety of other under an exception clause in section 375 of the Indian penal code introduced in 1860 that sex with one's own wife was not considered as a rape as fulmoni was of legal age and married to harimohan So he was sentenced to 12 months of causing grievous hurt to his wife. And this case is known as Empress vs Mohan Malti. He killed his wife because of extreme sexual desire. And he was sentenced to 12 months of causing grievous hurt to his wife. So disappointing. Yeah, I know that this happened a long ago and time has changed now. But think about the mentality of our society from the beginning, it is still not changed. Even our Indian government said that marital rape cannot be criminalized in India because it has its own unique problems due to various factors like illiteracy, lack of financial empowerment of the majority of females, mindset of the society, religious beliefs etc. And they also added that men may suffer if marital rape becomes crime. Yeah, it's true that men may suffer but what about those women? Who are already suffering through this trauma. It is very disappointing to note the comments of the government, which are totally anti-woman at the onset. They assume that all sexual acts by husband would be considered as a rape, and all wives are potential liars and they would falsely accuse their husband. Many people believe that criminalizing marital rape is against our religious beliefs and culture. Like seriously, is it really against our beliefs and culture? You are talking about that religion which teaches us to respect a woman. Now this is our responsibility to make a change in this society. It is our duty to change the mindset of such people who see a woman as a sex object, who see a woman as a slave. This has to be changed for the betterment of this society. Otherwise, what is the purpose of religious belief, culture and God? if you can't give respect to women so that's all from my side i will be back with another episode thanks for listening be humble be polite and spread love stay tuned